I'm Daniel. And I'm Hannah. And we're massive Disney fans. So we've decided to start a podcast where we'll be re-watching some of our favorite movies. As well as reviewing new releases as they come out in theaters and on Disney+. Plus. So pull up a chair and come with us as we experience the magic of Disney. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Episode two. I'm very excited for episode two. I am super excited. Didn't you love episode one? I loved episode one. I listened listened to episode one about like eight times. (laughs) Yeah, I've listened to it a lot too. Um, thank you to everyone at home who listened to it. It means so much to us that you support us. Yeah, and thank you for coming back and listening to episode two. Yes, we appreciate your support. And we hope you enjoy our review on Camp Rock. We loved watching it. I love Camp Rock. I enjoyed watching it. <laughs> um. So before we begin with our notes and our feelings towards the movie. Hannah, do you want to give the basic plot of Camp Rock? Sure. So we have our main character, Mitchie, and she wants to go to this camp called Camp Rock, which is all about music and dancing and producing. And unfortunately, her family can't afford it until her mom gets an offer from the camp to be the camp chef. And so she gets to go to Camp Rock, and she's super excited. So she gets to Camp Rock, and she meets the mean girl, whose name is Tess Tyler, who is the daughter of pop star legend TJ Tyler. And Tess is like the Regina George of the camp. And Mitchie is a really great singer, and Tess realizes this and doesn't want any competition for the final jam, which is a big competition show at the end of camp where all the students participate, and there's one winner. And this year is a very special year because the winner will get a chance to record a song with teen pop star uh, Shane Gray, who is Joe Jonas. And the boys in his group connect three who are the Jonas Brothers. And Mitchie becomes a part of Tess's group, but Tess is super mean and she's kind of a jerk the whole time. Kind of. She is a jerk. He is a jerk the whole time. And while at camp, Mitchie connects with Shane, who is also rude and also a jerk. But um, Shane becomes a nicer person after meeting Mitchie. And the final jam happens. And we're not going to tell you who wins because that would be spoiling it. I'm so sorry. That plot was everywhere. No spoilers, though. I'll start with the cast, and then we can get into some fun facts. Awesome. So, Mitchie Torres is played by Demi Lovato. Shane Gray and his brothers are played by the Jonas Brothers. Shane Gray is Joe Jonas. Tess Tyler is played by Megan Martin. One of Mitchie's friends from camp, Caitlin, is played by Allison Stoner. Mitchie's mother, Connie, is played by Maria Canals-Barrera. I'm so sorry if I butchered that last name. And the head of the camp is played by Daniel Fathers. Yeah, and Mitchie's mother is the mom in Wizards of Waverly Place. So yeah. saying that might help you put a face to a name. Yes. Um, I also noticed Rashawn Fagan is in this movie. Oh, really? He was... um. The guy from Shake It Up. I think he was Zendaya's boyfriend.
boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I had a note on that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in this. And I'm looking at the cast list right now on Google. And it says Brenda Song is in it, who oh. is um, from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Right. Who's London Tipton. I, um, oh. I didn't spot her either. Yeah, no, I didn't notice that. Interesting. But, yeah, no, I try to keep an eye out for her. If you guys spot her, um, DM us, DM us on Instagram, Disney Talk underscore H N D. Um, tell us the timestamp you see her at, or leave us a voice message on Anchor. Yeah, we'd love to know. We would love to know where she is. Um, Hannah, do you have any fun facts? So I actually couldn't find that many, mm-hmm. but. I- Oh, this movie was released in 2008, and apparently Demi Lovato was 15 when she filmed this movie. 15? Which is kind of crazy to me. I did not look like that when I was 15. I did not sing like that when I was 15. <laughs> I didn't do anything like that when I was 15. I had bangs like that when I was 15. And <laughs> Joe Jonas, Joe Jonas was 17 when he yeah. played Shane. Um, the movie came out in 2008, which is two years after High School Musical, which I didn't realize. I thought this came out before High School Musical. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why I thought that. Because I always watched High School Musical. I never really watched much of Camp Rock. Um, I may have seen it, like, once prior to this. Um, Disappointing. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, do you want to get in some notes, Hannah? Yeah, let's just get started. So, I have a lot less notes. I only have a page and a half. Me too. We have the same amount of notes. Look at you catching up to me. I do think it's a lot harder to take notes on live action. Oh my God. I was like trying to take notes that weren't like acting notes. And the first time I watched it, I just wanted to watch it. Like I couldn't get myself to take notes. So I had to watch it again, obviously. I, yeah, I watched it twice too because it's been so long. Um, but I was so trying, like, not to take notes on, like, she wasn't believable in the scene. Um, I'm excited to hear where you think they weren't believable. <laughs> no, I didn't actually write that down anywhere. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> so, I, my first note is, the very beginning, I love her room. I love her room, too. It, the posters on the walls. All the little, like, all the little, like, shiny things on her nightstand and her on her um, dresser, I wrote the mom from Wizards of Waverly Place, which we already touched on. Oh my god, his hair. Can we just talk about the hair in this movie? Oh, his hair is terrible. Oh my god, it's terrible. Literally. Actually, almost all of their hair is terrible, but I think that's just because it's 2000s. You it's know? 2000. But it's really? 2008. 2000. Hannah, it's 2008. Like, that was only I know. 12 really years not- ago. It's really not that early 2000s, but I still get that, like, really early 2000s vibes. I know, which Disney Disney Channel is really good at um, not being caught up with fashion trends. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. Um, yeah, Shane Gray's hair is, like, Justin Bieber 2.0. Definitely. Um, but Joe Jonas got a glow up. Joe Jonas definitely got a glow up. They all glowed up, except for Kevin. What's your next note? Um, I wrote, I love Demi Lovato. <laughs> I love Demi Lovato, too. She has the Connect 3 posters on her wall. I didn't notice that. Yeah, Ooh, which really? I, I'd assume she would. At three minutes, I when they see her school, 
I wrote, I've seen it before. And I couldn't place what school that was. But I have 100% seen that school building before. And I tried looking it up. I got nowhere. I thought it was the school from, from Ant Farm, but it wasn't. No, what? It, uh, are you sure it's Disney? I'm 90% sure that school is in a Disney show. Hang on, let me look it up. I'm getting like Ned's Declassified. What's that oh, show? Oh, Ned's. Um, That's what I'm called thinking. it Ned's, Declass, Ned's Decla Declassified. It's like, oh my God, I can't. It's awesome with the full name, but I can't remember what it is. Camp Rock was filmed between September at the YMCA camp in Ohio, in Ontario and Kilku camp in Minden, Ontario. That's not helpful. That doesn't tell me the school. Oh, wait, let me look up the Ned's Declassified School. Yeah. Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. That's the full. That's right. No, this isn't it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think this is it. I'm looking at all these images from Nesby Classified. Wow, it is unlocking memories. Okay. Um, what about you, Hannah? What do you have next? Um, I made a comment about how there's always delicious looking breakfast on the table that they never eat. Oh my god, I guarantee you it's fake. It's it has to be fake. So sits down to eat it and then she leaves. She doesn't even eat it. She yeah. doesn't away. I noticed that too. She's like, this is a delicious cheese omelet, mom, with zero bites taken out of it. Exactly. Um, like, if you're not going to eat it, I will. Okay, here's a note that has to do with, it doesn't have to do with acting, but it has to do with just the setup of a movie. I'm ready. Um, there was no setup to this movie at all. You You meet her one friend, and we don't even know anything about her, right? Yeah. And then she goes on at the very end. She's singing like how she's invisible and no one really notices her. And we got like none of that. They sh didn't show us any of that. Uh, they, right. There was like no setup to her character and to who she was. There was only a setup of Nick Jonas is kind of a jerk. Or not Nick Jonas, Shane Gray is kind of a jerk. Yeah. Um, And I feel like the ending song would have been like so much more powerful if we like saw all of her like, like vulnerability, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. I wasn't really looking at it from that kind of point of view, just cause that's not what I think about. When I watch. That's like all I think about literally. But you're so right. Like the friend she, that they show at school. I mean, that's like what a two minute conversation. She's not in the movie. Not right? even it's like the only purpose of that friend in this movie, the only purpose was to set up the lie of the store in China, what's right? Because she got that have a nice summer or whatever from her friend. Yeah, no, it kind of kind of upset me. My next note is at 447. You got anything before that? Nope. All right, 447, we see Camp Rock for the first time. And Hannah, you go to dance camp every year, right? Yeah. Um, Is your dance camp in any way that outdoorsy? No. Yeah, neither is my theater camp. No one's outside, ever. It's not like a traditional, like, outdoors camp. You can't have your phones, like. Summer. Yeah, we, we can't have our phones at stage door. You can't have your phone? We're not allowed to, now. Oh, well, I but, don't know. <laughs> Dance camp. But it's all inside anyway, so. Well, yeah, and I mean, 
when I go, I get like a dorm room with roommates and then we go to a studio. So it's not like I'm outside in a cabin with no air conditioning. Yeah, my um my camp is up in upstate New York at a place that used to be an old hotel in like the 60s. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of redid all the rooms in the hotel to have like two bunks. So there is no air conditioning, but it's not like we're outside all the time moving from cabin to cabin. It's all kind of one big building. Um, you're really only outside going from theater to theater because yeah. there's about eight theaters there. But one, two, like four or five of the theaters are all in one building. So it's really like no one's outside unless you're playing volleyball or at the pool. Can I play a clip that made me cringe? Sure. Okay. At at five minutes and 33 seconds, when Mitchie's mom asks Mitchie if she's happy, Mitchie says, a little, a lot. Okay, major. Oh, yeah. Here it is. And I was only six when this movie came out. Hannah, you were, you would have been five. Yep. So I don't really know how teenagers talked, but I don't think teenagers ever talked like this in 2008. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here's the clip. Yeah. Are you excited? A little. Okay, a lot. Yes, major. Thank you, mom. I'm a- Hannah, I don't know if you heard that. Yep, you can hear it. You heard it? Yep. Oh, my God, it was terrible. <laughs> a little. Be- okay, a lot. Yes, yeah, major. Also, like, her mom didn't even make a face, like, really? I know you're more excited than that. Like, she just kind of did that on her own. Yeah, there are moments in this movie where Demi Lovato doesn't have the strongest acting skills. And then there are moments where she is the best actor in the movie. That's very true. Um, okay, my next note is 6 minutes and 51 seconds. Um, I wrote down, they mentioned Mick Jagger and Aerosmith. They do mention Mick Jagger and Aerosmith. Um, Which I was and- more talking about the Aerosmith part because of Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> um, so. Of course. Um, I don't actually know who Mick Jagger is. I've got moves like Jagger. Well, yeah, but that's not sung by Mick Jagger. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess. Like, that, yeah. That's all I know who Mick Jagger is. It's from I, that one yeah, song. That's the only way I know about Mick Jagger is that song. Um, at five, going back to five minutes, 51 seconds, when you see Tess step out of her limo for the first time, and I love how Disney Channel is really good at this, you immediately know she's the antagonist. Yeah, definitely. She walks out, you're like, oh, she's the mean girl that no one likes. Oh, at seven minutes and four seconds, it's so hard to see, but, um, Tess obviously has a flip phone because iPhones hadn't come out yet or just came out for like a year um her phone is bedazzled when is it uh seven minutes and four seconds her phone has little pink gemstones on it you it's you really can't see it um i kind of see it yeah which is like the only thing in the background that i could really spot no (laughs) I wish I had a bedazzler. Because, like, Barbie sold a bedazzler. I think it was called the Barbie bedazzler. Oh, really? Yeah, Barbie sold a bedazzler. That's so cool. Yeah, Barbie bedazzler. Here it is. 
Okay, so do you know anything about Allison Stoner? Just before I say, I don't, but I recognize her. So she ended up being a really popular YouTuber and like dancer on YouTube. Um, she honestly has the most talent in this whole movie, I think. I I wrote like dance. I wrote this is my next note. I wrote Caitlyn best actor worst outfit. (laughs) True, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, she did like a whole tour when she was famous on YouTube, I think like in 2016. And then I kind of watched her stuff for a little bit, but she just like focused on dancing and music just to see where she is now. Yeah, I know she was in a few of the step ups. I think she was in the original step up. Yeah. Um, which came out, I think in 2006 before Camp Rock. Oh, at 7.45, we're introduced to Dee, who is, I think she's the music director at camp. Oh, yeah. She's she, the redhead, right? Yeah, the redhead. She is literally every camp counselor that I've ever met balled into one. <laughs> I agree with that, definitely. Right. Um, My next set is until 10 minutes, so. Okay, I have one at 8 minutes and 28 seconds. Can you actually play that? I can. Her laugh, um, Mitchie's laugh, sounds like a voiceover to me. Okay, here's 824. Here in the background. The- yeah. And when I think it pans to her face in that moment. And it's yeah, really her- like the, vo- the sound that she's making matches like her face. Because her mouth isn't moving. So I like honestly, it's like some weird voiceover thing. Uh, you can always tell. Um, and I wrote this down, and I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but when Mitchie is in class and um, the camp owner is asking who wants to sing first, and everyone except her raises her hand, mm-hmm. and the camp owner points to Mitchie saying, "You'll sing first. Yeah. Um, that is, I think, the only time when singing is not voiceovered. Oh, really? Um, she's actually singing. She's not lip syncing in that moment. Cause, and you can tell because when he says be louder, her mouth gets so wide and so open, which is what you want to do when you're singing. Yeah. And in every other time when she's singing, her mouth isn't nearly that open. And she's like actually like singing a lot more. Yeah, I am 90% sure that she's actually singing in that moment rather than lip syncing. Good. Yeah. Okay, so you know that scene uh, with Connect Three, but technically the Jonas Brothers, where they were in the limo. The limo. Mm-hmm. Did you see them recreate that on TikTok? No. You have to look at it. It's what? So funny. They recreated it. It's on Nick Jonas's TikTok. So just like look at it at like when we're done. But like. Yeah. No, I'll find it. We'll post it on our story. Thing too, like. Go watch this TikTok. It's so funny. That they, sounds hilarious. They got the outfits to a T. They got wigs, like, perfect. You should really, yeah, it's so cool. At 13 minutes and 19 seconds, when Demi Lovato is singing This Is Me for the first time in the piano alone, um, she's singing, it's beautiful, and then it cuts to, in the middle of the song, it cuts to some girl screaming, I think he went this way. And then we're back to the song and it took me out of the moment. It ruined 
the entire song for me. When he's like hiding in the bushes. He's hiding in the bushes and he's hearing her. And then that group of girls, one of the girls just goes, I think he went this way in the middle of her song. Yeah, and it's could have just ran away. Shut up, she's singing. Um, I honestly don't have anything else until 30 minutes. Whoa, okay. I, then I will keep going. I have, oh, at 14, 15 minutes, at 15 minutes when we hear like the first real song, um, I think her name's Lola is singing. Mm-hmm. Here is one of the things I don't like about this movie. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so the reason I have a problem with this movie is I'm going to compare it to High School Musical here because it was the next decom. Um, in High School Musical, they have like spontaneous singing where it makes sense that there are backup singers that kind of come out of nowhere and there are instruments and music that you don't see and you can't hear. Mm-hmm. They're not in the, for the plot, they're not performing, right? It's a way to express their feelings. Yeah. The, right, the song is used as an outlet, um, a plot device. In this movie, none of the songs are used as a plot device. They're just to be there and to perform. And you still get those backup singers that come out of nowhere, the instruments that you can't see, the crazy auto-tune, and you don't really know what's going on there, why these performers sound so auto-tuned. <laughs> um, and the worst example of this is the song Lola Sings, which I don't know what it's called, I apologize, but I can play you the beginning of it. Right. I love that song. It is a great song. And all the songs this movie are great. However, it's not realistic enough to be like a performance that came out of nowhere. Right. She like volunteered to perform and she's auto-tuned, don't know where these drums are coming from. Why are there backup singers? No one else's no one else's mouth is moving and there are people behind her. There are people in the back singing. Like you don't, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I think that that's my biggest problem with it is the songs just aren't, the songs aren't used as plot devices, but they're performed in a way where they are. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. When I said Caitlyn, best actor, worst outfits, I wrote Demi is the opposite. Um, but it was probably just for that moment because Demi has like the best outfits, but at times she's kind of the worst actor in the movie. And at other times, again, like I said, she is the best actor. Yeah. At 17.52, I wrote major cringe. I don't know why I wrote major cringe. We're gonna hear why I wrote major cringe. Oh, cool. So cool. Major cool, okay. Major cringe. Major cool. Ugh. I hate every time they use the word beiger. Um, they use it a lot, I feel like. They do. They use it too much. At 1917, I wrote me. I do- oh, oh, I remember. That's the moment when she's showing Peggy the two nail polishes. She goes, which color should I wear? 
They're the same color. Exactly. So you see my pre- predicament. That's honestly something I would do. Oh my God. When, when Tess is on the phone with her mom and her mom like has to go. Oh yeah. Like that, that's the only like story and part of the movie that like I actually like is because we actually like see a character and we see a motivation for Tess, right? Like no one else like has an arc or anything. Shane Gray has a little arc. It kind of comes out of nowhere a little bit, but I Tess is like developed. Sorry. Shane Gray is Gray's like character arc is definitely not as developed. He goes from like mean to nice out of nowhere, and there's not really yeah, a, it's a like move. an awkward transition. Like yeah, it's not a smooth switch into like oh maybe I should start being nicer to people. Um. But Tess is, like, the only one that has, like, a clear character arc, and she is the best written character. Oh, here's an interesting fact. So, we hear that Tess has a chain bracelet with a charm for every Grammy her mom has won. I tried counting how many charms there were. I couldn't do it. Um, Hannah, how many would you say there are? Uh, there weren't that many, though. I would, there were, there were a few. At least so many you can fit. I would say there's about 12. I looked up who has the most Emmys. The most Emmys goes to a guy for classical music. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember his name um, because it was a really weird name. But he has 34 Emmys out of 74 nominations and he holds the most. Wow. And to give you guys some perspective, um, Beyonce, who everyone knows who Beyonce is, Beyonce has 24 Emmys. And she has the fifth or sixth most Emmys. Um, John Williams, who wrote the music for Harry Potter and Indiana Jones and Star Wars, and I think he did the Superman theme song as well. John Williams has 25, so he just has one more than Beyonce. Wow. Um, and then a country singer who I don't recognize her name. I think it's Allison. Allison Krauss um, has 27, I believe. So. Imagine having that many. Uh, Emmys. We keep saying Emmys. Grammys. Oh, Grammys. Grammys. Emmys is for a TV show. I'm sorry. The Emmy nominations came out the other day. So that's in my head. Um, we're gonna take a pause on Camp Rock. Hannah, did you hear Alan Menken has an EGOT? No. Do you know what an EGOT is? I've never heard of an EGOT. Okay, it's learning time. So an EGOT means you have um, all of the major performance awards, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, E-G-O-T, EGOT. Oh, so you have one of all of them? You have at least one of each, yeah. Okay. only what alan menken has that now alan menken now has an egot he he had won uh emmy for the music for tangled the series Mm -hmm. um he has a grammy for a whole new world he has multiple oscars for disney music and he has a tony probably for a disney broadway show or i don't know if the, the tony could be for a musical he wrote called A Bronx Tale. Oh. 
Oh, okay. A separate award, like. No, it's just a fancy name. It's just a title. Um, it's just a title, yeah. So Bobby Lopez, Robert Lopez, who wrote the music to Frozen, he is the only person alive with two egots. Wow. So he has at least two of each: Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tonys. Um. But yeah, no. Just the past week, Alan Menken got an egot. So good for him. Going back, um, oh, my next note isn't till 30 minutes and 11 seconds. Um, well, 30 minutes and 10 seconds, I say, worst choreo I've ever seen. I said that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote at 31 minutes, 11 seconds, I wrote dance attire, question mark. Also, Shane is, like, teaching them, right? Yeah. He is worse than all of them in there. <laughs> He's also not teaching them because they all already know it somehow. Exactly. I like, also wrote, that's not how a dance class usually goes. <laughs> is it? Like, no, he went across the floor and then they went right into the choreography. I'm like, what happened to the across the floor? Yeah. Um. No, but did you see what Shane was wearing? Um, isn't he wearing the striped shirt, or is that different? No, he's wearing, like, tight, slim, white pants. <laughs> like, literally, they're all wearing, like, cargo shorts, and Tess is, like, wearing, I don't know, none of them have proper dance attire, and it kind of killed me. Yeah, um, that I'm not surprised by. Oh, they're also all wearing, like, Converse or Vans. Not all of them. The one guy has, like, Jordans on. Oh, Desi, I don't know what Jordans look like. Like, um, high-top sneakers. They're from Nike. Oh, yeah, no, I see. There are some nicer shoes in here. They're also all wearing hats. Well, he told them to grab a hat. Uh, yeah, and we see it's part of the choreo. He's but like, hat and a mic. Still, the... It, it kind of kills me how this is not a dance class. Yeah. It's just so unrealistic of a dance class. Also, now that I'm looking back at the clip, do you remember seeing a mirror in that room, Hannah? No. I don't remember seeing a full-length mirror in that room. At 33 minutes and 5 seconds, I like this line. So it goes, now we just got to work on getting that beat from those sticks to your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was I funny. Wrote, at that exact moment... I wrote, why is he dancing with drumsticks in his pockets? Um, yeah. <laughs> Those drumsticks, I feel like they're with him the entire movie. I'm sure they are. Um, uh, Tess is so mean at that moment. I was she's not like, a fan of Tess, but I guess I'm not supposed to be a fan of Tess. So. No, she says, like, dance much, drummer boy, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um... I thought this was a crazy coincidence at 3308. I'm sorry, 3312. Oh, the the trumpet fountain drinks. Again. Again with the fountain drinks. First in Toy Story we had the alien slime and now we have the trumpet stuff. This doesn't exist in real life and it makes me mad. Like not even in Disney World is there anything like that. There should be. Honestly. That's, it's very creative. All right. So I have one at 33. Um, when 
Mitchie is talking about her mom saying, oh yeah, she cooked for everyone. She cooked for Jessica and Nick pre-breakup. Who are Jessica and Nick? Uh, my head goes to Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson. Oh, that's so smart. Hang on. Jessica Simpson and Nick. Yes, you're absolutely right. Really? Yeah. yeah 2000, in 2003, there was a reality show called New Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica. Yep. And it went on for three years. And I guess they broke up. Yeah, Nick Latchy broke up in 2006. And she's been married to Eric Johnson since 2014. Yeah, that sounds There's about some, right. There are some facts on Jessica Simpson that... Who, who is Jessica Simpson? Doesn't she... Oh my god, I, is she the one who has like a clothing line? I don't know. I just know her name. I swear she has a clothing line. I don't like how people can be famous and not actually be in anything. At 39 minutes, I say, isn't that guy from Shake It Up? <laughs> Yes, I wrote that at 24 minutes. I wrote Shake It Up. I, I don't really know why it took me so long to realize. Um, no, I immediately recognized him, and it, like, my mind exploded. I'm like, oh, my God, it's it's the guy from Shake It Up. Was he the one who, like, would open his coat and be like, look at all the stuff I have? I have zero clue. I think he was he was also a dancer on the show Shake It Up Chicago. I'm pretty sure he was, like, Rocky's boyfriend. Uh, okay. Um, if not, he was like the guy of the group because every Disney Channel group like needs one guy. Obviously. Because you know, because they have to relate to boys. Yeah, like that makes sense, right? Oh, at forty-two thirty-two, when the camp owner is yelling at the girls for throwing spaghetti. Uh huh. He says, "Who threw it first? And Tess goes, "Oh, that's easy. It was Caitlin." When Caitlyn technically did throw it first, but she didn't start it. I hate when adults, like, don't listen and they're just like, well, you did it first. And they just assume it's that one person's fault. Yeah, that, that scene made me mad. I was like, Caitlin. yeah, she's the first one to throw something, but Tess put spaghetti on her first, so. Honestly, I hate when adults do stuff like that. Okay, my next note isn't until 45 minutes. Um, yeah, mine's not till 48. All right, at 45 minutes, I wrote best acting moment. And I'm going to play the clip for you. Okay, so it is when Caitlin is realizing for the first time that Mitchie is Connie's daughter and that Mitchie lied about who her mom is. Oh, so right. Here is the clip. Do you need some help? Wait a minute. You're the cook's daughter. She's your mom. Oh, this is rich. But apparently you're not. So what are you waiting for, huh? Run. Go tell everybody. Maybe I should. Fine. Whatever. How long did you think you could keep your little secret? Longer than this. Why? Why do you care? Oh, I don't. When I tell everybody, I want the whole backstory. There you go. This is rich. No, everything after this is rich when she says, go ahead, run, tell everyone. Like, that's... 
that was like the best acting moment. Not that like this the, is guest. Like you're a bitch. Not that you are. Yeah, that was funny. Um, scripting. Do you have at forty eight minutes? Do you have forty eight minutes and fifty one seconds? Do you have um a note? She's really good. Yes. Yeah. It's the TikTok. I. My head goes to TikTok a lot. So. I know. Well, I recognized it immediately. Hang on. I got to play it. I got to play yeah, that. Too. Definitely have to play that. Um, I know we're playing a lot of clips. What is it? 4851. You all will recognize this immediately, just like I did. If I can find it, this is during the Pajama Jam. Caitlin is performing her song, and here is the clip. It's straight from TikTok. Well, not really. It TikTok. It came from Camp Rock. Yeah. She's really good. I. How did I not know that? Oh, I love that. It's so funny. Um, no, the second it went, I'm like, I know this. What do I know it from? It sounds like Mario, but it's not. Oh, 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 it's TikTok. Um, but that that body roll when she hits her head and does the body roll down. Uh huh. That was really good. Yeah, I feel like she's definitely the best dancer. She absolutely is. I have like four notes just that are just OMG, so mean. I don't... Oh, the, the whatever major loser. Oh no no it was it was when she when she disrupted her performance saying there's a snake. Oh yeah. Why would anyone do that? That's like Oh, that hurt me, honestly. I yeah, really it... wanted to like punch her in the face. It was so rude. Um the whatever major loser. Um that was that was pretty good actually. I like that was a good comeback. That was so last year. Didn't you know that? Oh, I guess not. Well, I wouldn't. We talked about the whatever major loser. How a hand on their forehead. Yeah. Oh, so you guys can't see us, but she does three fingers up, three fingers to the side, three fingers down, and then the L. So you have W E M L. Whatever major loser. I will definitely be using that in the future. Will you? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the friendship arc between Mitchie and Joe and Shane. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's a good friendship arc. And Tess's character arc is just really well written. We'll get to that in a second, though. Um, oh. What music camp has like paddle boats or canoes or whatever that was? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't Mine know. Mine doesn't. Mine doesn't either. They wouldn't be touched if it did, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. no one does anything outdoorsy at my camp. Like we all play volleyball and that's about it. Also like, I guess cause we're dancing all day. We're so tired. Like there's no way we're gonna do anything else active. Oh, yeah, we're also just always in our rooms running lines. Yeah. 
like even the people in the ensemble who have like you know one line i will hear that line over and over again they're determined they're dedicated okay we are getting into the notes that i cannot read because of my handwriting um oh, also, when they are on the kayaks that they're like rowing in the opposite directions yeah no that's he jokes about that i know um, but i was like are you stupid <laughs> well like you're definitely a kid then like, he's like you know what you're doing in this thing right and he's like well unless you want to go in a circle now yeah it's something like that um i was like it's not that hard to kayak but yeah just like eight minutes and 10 seconds i wrote yes go off why i don't know let's find out oh, oh, oh. that was when mitchy like stood up to test and went um i don't i don't need to be a part of your group because i don't want to hang out with someone who makes other people feel bad about themselves to make you feel good about your yourself um yeah no that was one of demi's like better acting moments i agree um i had a one hour and five five minutes and 40 seconds they're like in dance class and this is like everyone's found out that her mom is not who and she's crying in the corner she's crying in the corner but then like shane walks in and he starts the class and she's still sitting in the farthest corner of the room like at this point you're purposely trying to make yourself like no. i mean okay when I'm upset, like, that's what I do. I don't like being around people. I don't want to be around people. Like, I get that. She just seems so detached. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to make, you're supposed to feel that way because it would have been, it, it would have made you, like, it would have made you feel, like, so much more if they had set up how invisible she was at home before you would have been like oh she had no friends at home and now she has no friends here she is alone in this corner like she was at school but yeah. they didn't set up that she is alone at school so you kind of she's alone in the corner and you're like oh she's sad and alone okay what really hurt me was the entire time shane was like looking at her and just did nothing and i'm like aren't you guys like friends oh well they weren't they just got a fight because she was a quote unquote poser which, like, she really isn't that much, I feel like. She isn't, but I can understand why Shane would be upset because in on the boat ride, he says, I guess you can understand what it's like to be famous, too, because of your mom being the president of Hot Chains Music. I'm sure a lot of people are using you just for your mom, right? I don't and know. Then, I think, honestly, if she had told him in the first place who she actually was, I honestly think he'd like her better. I think he's a little stupid for not recognizing someone, even though they had flour over their face. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my next note is at one hour, 12 minutes when he put up the cast list. That is so accurate. I have one at um, one hour, nine minutes. Oh. Just going back for a second. Um, and it is, she has the nicest Camp Rock apron. What? I think her mom's wearing it. Her mom has this Camp Rock apron, and I want one. Okay, hang on. Well, I actually, during the scene where he's trying to find the girl with the voice, which I actually have a note for, I skipped over it, I don't know why. I wrote, it reminds me of the Little Mermaid, 
in the scene where he's trying to find the girl with the voice and they all have that scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I My head went to Cinderella first, but... Yeah, no, I, mine went to mine went to the Little Mermaid because there's a scene in the Broadway musical. Oh, I see what you're talking about when she's flipping the buns. Yeah. Sorry, I I didn't mean to like skip around. Um, <laughs> and I just like cut myself off. In the little <laughs> in the Little Mermaid, there's a scene where um there are seven girls lined up and they all sing "Part of Your World." Um, and they all do it, like, a little differently, and some of them are kind of bad, and Eric's like, no, it's not her, no, it's not her. And then you hear Vanessa do it. Um, but going back to Hannah, um, the apron is a really nice apron that, they all have it except for her. Everyone in the background has a Camp Rock apron. You know what, I honestly, I was going to do this. This is why I started talking about The Little Mermaid. During that scene where he was trying to find her, they all had, like, some people had, like, a Camp Rock hat or, like, a Camp Rock um, fanny pack or bag. And I meant to, like, look up to see if there was Camp Rock merch because I wanted to get us something. Oh, I think, yeah, when the when Tess and her crew are rehearsing, this is my next note, when Tess and her crew are rehearsing and um, one of them, like, quits, I, I wrote about time because, like... yeah. They've been putting up with her for how long? God knows. Pro- over a year, definitely. Yeah. I'm glad they stepped up. They should have done it sooner. Like, they probably dreaded going to camp. They probably were like, no, I don't want to go. I'll have to spend time with her. I mean, I'm popular there, sure. Everyone knows me, but, you know. Um, But then when she starts singing and her mom has to leave again like i feel for her i i agree like a, i've said it before and i'll say it again best character arc definitely best written character in that show um because i felt so emotional but while we're on the subject of tess um she's a great singer but jumping back to the first um the campfire jam when she was in that sparkly gold outfit do you know what I'm talking about, Hannah? Um, yeah. It yeah. is around 36 minutes. She is not the strongest dancer. Oh, yeah. No, she definitely wasn't. Um, But she is an amazing singer. I agree. I think yeah. she's a really good singer. She's not the strongest dancer. Uh, I feel for her again. Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, her singing is strong, so. Her singing is strong. And I think sometimes when... If you're not the strongest dancer, and but you're a strong singer, I think it's fine. It balances itself out, which yeah, is like probably how I got into college. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like everyone's talented in their own ways, and who cares if you only have one or the other? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Um, I'm out of notes at this point. Oh, okay. Um, I have two more notes. No, I have one more note. Oh, I know what this is. Okay. At one hour, 25 minutes, and 40 seconds, when Demi that this is me at the very end, and it's kind of, you know, the big rock song at the end. Yeah. What is she doing with her arms? <laughs> I remember this. I, she was what? so awkward. Okay. If, if you guys are listening, in the movie, one hour, 25 minutes, 40 seconds, she is, like, flailing her arms everywhere. And that's my last note.
Oh my god, but Demi Lovato is such an amazing singer. Oh, yeah, I mean, even her own work that she came out as, obviously, Demi Lovato is amazing. Was this, like, how she got introduced to the world, or was she Demi Lovato before? Um, oh, good question. I wonder if she released any music before Camp Rock. I I, I, I don't think she did. I wouldn't have known. I didn't listen to like pop music when I was six. Um, I like only listened to Taylor Swift when I was six. No, yeah, I think this movie actually made her big. The Jonas Brothers were a thing. Sunny with a Chance, though, she was in Sunny with a Chance. She was in Sunny. That's right. I never watched that show though. Two thousand nine to two thousand eleven. What? And Camp Rock was two thousand eight. Which is. Wait, I did not know. I thought Sunny was a long time ago. Wow. 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 Okay. Like, sorry. I'm just, like, I'm just going to stay on this topic for just one more minute. Sunny with a Chance came out the same year The Office came out. Oh. (laughs) Like, I don't remember a single episode of Sunny with a Chance, and I can tell you every episode of The Office. Well, I did just finish The Office for the third time. I need to watch something again. Debbie All right. Lovato released her first song in 2008, the same year as Camp Rock was released. I'm sure it came out after Camp Rock was released. I think you're right. I'm sure it did. Uh, oh my God, but she is an amazing singer. She did, those of you who don't know, um, she did the pop version of Let It Go in 2013 after Frozen came out, um, the credit I version. about that. You forgot about that? I was so good in that. I had mixed feelings toward it. Um, I I wasn't a huge fan of it. However, they did use some of it in the Broadway musical. Um, the part where she's like standing frozen in this life I've chosen. That was put into the musical. Well, I have to listen to that again. I yeah, it. I mean, you know, it's a great musical. So, Hannah, what did you think of the movie? I loved it. Okay, I gotta be honest. It wasn't the best movie. Oh, gee. Disney Channel, original movies, DCOMs. Um, okay, well, hang on. Your OG DCOMs are gonna be different than some of the, like, older people's OG DCOMs. Okay, so I'm like, thinking... The people that are, like, in their like mid 20s are gonna say like xenon girl of the future is like ogd calm and like okay well so when i say that i'm thinking high school musical camp rock um prince of production probe lemonade mouth lemonade mouth um isn't jump jump in let it shine like that kind of stuff let it shine Um, what about team beach team beach is like starting to get out Team Beach is like the very beginning like, of the Beach newer one, generation. I feel like it's included, but like other ones. Team Beach too. I personally, my favorite decom is Descendants. Which one though? Just the the first one is my favorite. Okay. Um, I really like Descendants. I separate Descendants from like High School Music. Absolutely no, Please. definitely. Um, but I think I think it is kind of obvious that the the decoms with music in them do get more popular, which which is everything you just named. Lemonade Mouth, Camp Rock, High School Musical, Let It Shine, Teen Beach Movie, Descendant. Yeah. 
even like now zombies is probably the most popular decom currently right because it's got music in it um and yeah those decoms with with music they blow up because they're good true you're more likely to remember a movie or like i guess it's technically a musical because the songs are gonna get stuck in your head so you remember the plot better Mm -hmm. i'm trying to think of other decoms hang on let me look them up because i feel like we're missing like a bunch I have a There's decom also, list. Like, zapped and how to build a better boy. And Ooh, have those, yeah, but those are all like with the Team Beach. Yeah, that's what I, they're all with Team Beach. Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Ooh, Twitches. Was that like, a decom? It's a play, really place movie. Like that kind of stuff. Cheetah Girls. I, okay, uh, I've never seen the Cheetah Girls. Really? I've never seen the Cheetah Girls. I hope we watch that sometime. On I podcast. do too. What else do we have? Like cowbells. Cow. I was just about. Oh, Wendy Wu. Mm-hmm. Um. I love Dad Napped. Ooh. <laughs> Dad Napped. That's starstruck. Eat charming. Yeah. And then it gets into like the yeah the. TV I'm looking at this the- list. Like wow, 2011 was so long ago. Like Cloud Nine and Girl versus Monster. I feel like that's all more. T- no, no, no. Girl versus Monster. Because Fre- Girl vs. Monster, Radio Rebel, Let It Shine, and Frenemies, they all came out in 2012. True. I, That's would say, I would say that is the end of, like, our generation. I would agree. Yeah. Definitely. Because then Cloud9, Zap, Had a Bit of a Better Boy, Bad Hair Day, Invisible Sister. Like, I watched all of those, but, like, I was, a l- I, I was like, a little old. You know, I could watch other stuff. I don't yeah, know what else it was. I... I haven't seen Zombies or Cheetah Girls. Those are the two biggest ones I haven't seen. Imagine if we have to watch Zombies on this pod. I might I might not come in that day. It'll just be you talking for an hour. <laughs> I've never seen it either. I was like, it'd be our first time watching it. It would, but like I haven't seen it, but I know it's not good. It's gotta yeah, be it's, it's gotta it's be so like trailers. And everything just looks bad. I've seen a clip of it. It looks like, and I don't mean like hurt anyone's feelings or offend anyone. If you love zombies, like, you know, if you love zombies, I respect that. I respect your opinion, but. And also we've never seen it, so we can't really say anything. This is true. Yeah. The clip I saw looked stupid. I can say that. Yeah. And the trailer wasn't that exciting. It didn't make me want to watch the movie. No. All right. Um. My thoughts on the movie, yeah, no, good movie, not the not the best in my opinion. Um, and I think it was because what I said earlier, all the songs were not, um, not shown as like a performance. It was more of a spontaneous song, even though it wasn't supposed to be. And I think that really took me out of it. Agreed. I think also the choreography could be so much better. I think in the movies that Kenny Ortega directs, he does really like. The choreography is great in those. Kenny Ortega does his own choreography, I believe. I think he does. I saw a behind the scenes like High School Musical movie thing, and he was like teaching them choreography by himself. So yeah, well, he- Kenny Ortega did High School Musical, Descendants, Hocus Pocus, um, Newsies, which came out in '92. That wasn't a decom though. Um. Oh, he did the Rocky Horror Picture Show live action. No, he live did- on Fox. All right, I think 
I think this is the end of episode two, Camp Rock. Um, I enjoyed watching it again. It took me back to 2009, eight. I was out to the songs while watching this. Yeah, no, I have been listening to them for the past few days ever since I watched it. Um, so you ready to spin the wheel, Hannah? Yes, let's spin the wheel. All right, let's do it. I'm closing my eyes. I really hope it's an old movie. Hey! Good? Oliver and Company. Oh, let's, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so in about a week, we will be back with a review of Oliver and Company. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's been so long since I've seen this movie. Yes, it's been a while since I've seen, like, an animated movie. Like, a truly animated movie. Not, like, Toy Story. I mean, like, 2D animation. Yeah. This was right. 98. Yeah, 88. Thank you for listening to Disney Talk with Daniel and Hannah. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to Disney Talk with Hannah and Daniel. All the clips from this episode were made and owned by the Walt Disney Company. The theme song was created by Jacob Slyker and the cover art by Sarah Fleischman. Bye.